This is at Roarborn S on Twitter on The Wild Man and Steve Show. You are about to listen to the intersection of faith, talk, and music. The Wild Man and Steve Show starts right now. Now, the exciting conclusion of Upon This Rock with Wildman and Steve and Father Chris of Cool Hip Priest. So, so now, no, that, that, that argument falls flat to say, well, that's just some invention of, of human beings. And, you know, I want to get back to some sort of pure, original uh, tech. No, no, that is scripture. Just like you said, it's, just, it's scripture through prayer. Yeah, the only the only one thing I would add in answer to your question from earlier, Steve, is that in the evangelical circles, um, this is just my perspective, um, is that liturgy has been forgotten just as much, probably as um, I don't know if requirement is the best word, but requirement for leadership and even requirements for membership, because. Mm-hmm. At, at and somewhat justifiably so because the church had realized they were dying so how can we reach out how can we minister and hey you can be a member of our church do you have a pulse that's it um and you're in i think it has to do with what do we mean when we say conversion what does that mean exactly um because you know there's so many people out there if you say hey do you, are, are you a follower of jesus are, are you a christian they're going to immediately say yes but we all know that term has been thrown around so much especially in political and especially when we have uh, political races going on the term christian is just thrown around everywhere you know and so i think that it it, it has caused the evangelical church at least to really be in a state of confusion and in a state of desperation of just trying to keep their head above water. Because I just had some discussions here recently with some leaders about how much the church, the mainstream denominations are impacted and influenced by by the politics of the day. How much is our culture putting the pressure on the churches to change their doctrine, their creed, and how many of them are actually caving in. They're, they're, they are. They're, they're caving in to that pressure, which means that, the ch- that that tells you that the church is not strong. The church is weak because they're just being controlled by whatever the, 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 whatever the culture is pushing. Whatever wind of doctrine is blowing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Liturgy. Well, first, the word itself means the work of the people. Liturgy is the work of the people. And so 
coming into view your lens of worship as different from a rock concert where there's a stage and a performance and I'm, a, I'm, I'm just an observer to a hands-on, I'm a participant in this and this doesn't happen correctly without my participation. Mm-hmm. Changes the way we look at a lot of things, including a lot of the teaching uh, that mm-hmm. goes and gets circulated and, and people, you know, cave this or that. These were built in, if you will, uh, early church uh, strongholds to ensure right teaching and that the church doesn't stray. Let's Arandi, let's Credendi. Yeah, Yeah, I I think along with that also the the popular notion that um, uh, as far as what you believe and why you believe it, um, is something that some just simply ignore and deflect and they don't even get into that. Yeah, you know, the whole idea of what are the standards you believe? What is the doctrine you believe? What, what is it that you hold dear? Um, uh, and without that, as we say, you can be swayed any, any, any direction. Um, that's why, you know, Father Chris, that's why you've helped me quite a bit um, since the last time we recorded. I mean, we've had a lot of time since then. So um, you've helped me quite a bit. <laughs> and just the discussions we've had when we had to cancel recordings, that, that you helped me a lot during those times, you know. Um, but uh, just uh, just an understanding, you're, you're the Anglican Orthodox and going back to, what is it? Um, I'm sorry, is it 1050? Is that the date? 1054 is the Great Schism. Yeah. So before everything pretty much written before that is what is where you get your standards, doctrine, creeds, everything. Because from 1054 on is when things started to split and divide and go different directions. Am I saying that right? You're correct. Before 1054 AD, there was one holy Catholic an apostolic church mm-hmm. and, uh, and and let's clarify not in when we hear that word catholic immediately protestant ears start saying no 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 but i don't mean that in a sense of roman or the roman church right catholic the word catholic doesn't mean roman it means the church the universal. body the universal collective group of bible people, God's people, Jesus people, you know, break that, try to say that as many ways as I can for every tradition and the millennials who will need to use Google. But uh, I say all that just to say uh, there was one church on earth. It had one government. It had one belief. It had one, uh, one way of doing things. And in 1054 AD, the great schism happens. And yeah. after that, you, you, you see, it just begins to splinter and splinter and splinter and splinter and splinter. Okay, let's go to the phones. Caller, are you there? Yes, this is Vincent Bonnefront. Um, okay. Yes, yes, my good man. I, I found my way today to goodamusic.com. Uh, yes, yes, great company. Yes, 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 I know that. Uh, they do find exemplary ways of touting their commodity. Sure, um, I think. 
Anyhow, I was just contemplating a thought today. Okay, go ahead. Well, in the old days, people used to laugh at those who still had vinyl records. Right. But now, vinyl is coming back. I see from looking at this site. Yeah, vinyl is lately making a strong comeback. Well, I was just thinking. Yes, Vincent, uh, what were you thinking? I, I was just thinking. <laughs> My, have the tables turned. Oh, my. Do you see what I did there? Vinyl, tables, turn, tables. <laughs> too, too troll. <laughs> Enjoy the return of vinyl with Resband's faithfully restored classics and Disciple the very first time on vinyl. Go to girdermusic.com today, and don't forget to use the code WILDMANANDSTEVE for 10% off your entire order. Go there today. You see, my good man, it's, it's a play on words. You know, vinyl records play on turntables and... Yeah, yes, yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah, th th thank you for calling, Vincent. <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> Yeah, yes, th thank you, thank you. I don't know about you, if there's something I'm going to believe, I'd like to believe it as close to the time as I can get it, and I would like to believe it from the unbroken Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. and, and, and that's where this stuff comes from the ancient unified church i've never i never really put together in my mind those early church fathers how close of a connection they had to the physical jesus that is something that i think if more and more people would understand that they would understand the importance of understanding what those fathers said um, because in most of the cases, they either knew Christ or they knew someone who knew Christ. And, yeah. you know, they're the ones, as you said, Father Chris, they're the ones who are going to know what the truth is. Um, that's just a powerful, powerful thought that I'm still processing, because that, that was, unfortunately, I did all everything I needed to do to get ordained. I went, went to the school, went to college, I studied theology. I knew some of this, but you know, studied church history, studied the early church fathers, um, but never, there was never an emphasis on the importance of um, those early church fathers. And Steve and I have talked about this before, yeah. not even realizing it years ago, years ago, yeah. you know, back before I made him as great as he is now, you know, I don't know if you knew that, but back, back long before that, um, we had Twitter discussions where, um, we were talking about, you know, like you look at the, the Christian bookstore today and not against it. I'm sure it helps people, but it's just most. Oh, of I am. I'll say it. I am. <laughs> well, I mean, most of it is just rehashing 
copying and pasting the same stuff over and over and over. It's um, therapeutic deism. It's yeah, self therapeutic deism, pop psychology, whatever. Where you go back to those ancient guys, they were on another level of intelligence, uh, closeness to God. Um, you know, some people say that each generation gets smarter. You go back to those guys. Those guys were geniuses. You know, they. It, it, and so that's what I, I encourage our listeners um, to go to search out the early church fathers. Um, Father Chris helped me with some resources. He may be able to mention some resources on the show tonight to let you know. I'm sure Steve has some, some that you have to translate them from Latin if you use Steve's resources. Um, but, you know, whatever we can give our listeners so that they can start this same journey, this same process, I think would be helpful. I, I was talking to, to somebody tonight. Uh, a friend of mine, she's a Dominican sister, um, and uh, for listeners of our show who may not know, uh, after uh, 30 years in public education, I retired uh, last year, and I'm now teaching at a uh, Catholic high school uh, near where I live, and And uh, Sister Paulina and I were talking uh, this evening at a school function, and I was mentioning to her the line, I believe it's from Cardinal Newman, uh, but the fairly famous line, you can't be deep in history and remain long a Protestant. And I got to tell you, there's, there's, there's truth to that. Uh, I, I think for so many people, you jump straight from the Acts 2 church straight to the church on the corner, mm-hmm. the first church of me, myself, and I, as if nothing happened for 2,000 years, um, which, first off, is just absolute lunacy. I mean, it's, it's, it's historical naivete. You're going, well, surely something happened. Uh, and exactly what you said, Wild Man, is is so right on. Uh, you know, when, when when we interview artists on on the other part of our show, the, the main body of our show, the music stuff, the the, the you main don't body, hear, the, 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 the the important the important part of the show yeah, is <laughs> not not this little light frivolous theological side hustle that we got going on here. But uh, you know, you, you don't want to hear from the the roadies sisters, boyfriends, cousins, right? You want to hear from the actual band members, right? You want to get as close to that as possible. Well, same thing with the, again, the early church fathers. Was it Polycarp that was, uh, had been a disciple of John or, or, or whoever wrote the, the martyrdom? Polycarp was a disciple of John, forget which way that goes. These guys were close, right? These guys are a generation two out. And so you're going, yeah, this is, this is good stuff. This is, and, and, no, not everything simply because it's old is necessarily accurate. No, that's that's a flaw. But that is a way to one way to get at some authenticity. You say, well, how close is it? That's one of the ways to get at it. And and I think it's just ridiculous not to have that. And to for my money, if you were look, if you were to, t- to have me as your your uh, your pastor of uh, youth ministry or whatever. We would have a four-year high school curriculum in your Sunday schools where we're going through not only scripture, but we would also go through church history. We go through theology. And I've said this a blue million times. You got kids that are studying AP chemistry and AP biology in high school five days a week. And what are you going to have them coloring pictures of Jesus on the weekend? That's bananas. These people are, these are young people that are capable of deep historical thought. They're capable of theological thought. Why not equip them? And so, yes, I will bash some of the maybe broader uh, Christian bookstores. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, you're offering, first off, some of this stuff is, is 
sketchy as to whether it could really be called Christian in the first place. But then you're also wasting that good shelf space that you could be giving some good stuff out to the people to help them realize there is this broader heritage that they're a part of. And that's all I got to say about that. That'll, that'll preach. Now we know why he has a book out, don't we? Man, yeah. I'm telling you. He, he does? He has a book out? Yeah. Yeah, I heard something about that this week. Something yeah, something book. like, what was it? Um, language for Fools, something like that? Something. Something. something like that. Something. Enter <laughs> shameless plug here. Uh, but, 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 I mean, let's, let's be honest. What does the continual dumbing down of the greatest truth ever revealed to human beings accomplish? Yeah. And, you know, we usually don't go down this road. I'll go down just for, for a bit. But I've seen a lot of people, a lot of posting on social media recently, over the last two years especially, where they will quote a news article and they will basically say, you've got to be kidding me. Or they'll say, the world has gone mad. Or they'll say, how in the world did we get here? You know, that this is the issue, like, you know, the gender identity stuff, all the stuff that's going on. And I, I think what we're talking about is how we got there. At least one of the ways we got there was, was this, that forgetting about the heritage, forgetting about our history, leaving it up to me just to de- the moral relativism, the therapeutic deism, as Steve was saying, all of that has brought us to the place of any, literally anything goes I mean, that used to be the uh, saying, what, back in the 70s, I think. But now it's really anything goes now. Well, don't you think that's also why you get scripture? Not many of you should seek to be teachers because there is such a high calling on that Mm -hmm. because of what you're responsible for. And, And we're talking to everybody from the first grade Sunday school teacher, who I think is so important. Mm hmm. To the youth group leader, who is so important, mm-hmm. to the person preaching, so important. And how do we get here? Well, to a certain degree, there's got to be a little bit of looking in the mirror for all of us, and, and not you know, necessarily just the three of us, because you know the three of us are perfect. But uh, but but other people should really look at themselves. Uh, you, you know, you fell asleep at the switch. Yeah. You trade, you traded, you traded your birthright for a mess of pottage. You, you have this thing, but because you thought you needed to get more people in the pews and you thought the way to do that was to dumb it down or something, you traded it away. No, just, I'm just going to just, just, just one little point. Did the author of Latin for dummies just say, dumb it down is, did It, it is, it is possible. Sorry, I just had to jump on that one. <laughs> I, really for, I actually thought you were going to take issue with my phrase, mess of pottage, which oh. I believe only occurs in the King James Version. But <laughs> There's a lot of King James phrases that we would have to edit out if we used that. <laughs> <laughs>
And if yeah. anybody saw Wild Man's T-shirt, they know we're not perfect. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> so, so back to this. Since we're kind of winding it down here um, in this second episode of the second season of Upon This Rock, um, final episode. I don't know. We'll, we'll, the yearly <laughs> installment. <laughs> yeah, yearly installment. Um, so, Father Chris resource wise where would you point somebody who's listening to this and they're saying well my goodness you know i've never heard of any of this where do i go i'd say start with a simple google search of who are the early church fathers and i know that uh that, you know websites like uh, something that starts with a w and ends with pedia Sometimes they're, you know, they can, they can not be as accurate. And, and you can, but a lot of times they're pretty good in the ballpark. I mean, it's, it's pretty good in the ballpark. Start there. Uh, look up, just use Google for a while. Start with your curiosity. Who are the early church fathers? What are the creeds of the church? What is the Nicene Creed? What is the Council of Nicaea? What is the Apostles' Creed? What is the Athanasian Creed? What is the Didache? Spelled D-I-D-I-C-H-E. What is the Didache? Start there. And then from that, that costs you nothing. All information is free, and it's always been there. And if you see this information for free, and then you 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 get to the point that you must you must know more. Go to great websites like ChristianBook.com or even one of your fancy local bookstores, and ask them if they have any writings of the ancient church fathers or the anti-Nicene church fathers, and they can probably help to order you some if they don't have them. Uh, I know that you can buy the entire library of all of their writings on christianbook.com. You can buy these on Amazon. And there are many websites that go ahead and just have it. You can read it for nothing. So knock yourself out. There are so many resources, so many resources, and you can always Go to your pastor. You might change your pastor's life and say, Pastor, who were the anti-Nicene church fathers and what did they teach? And then you might get to share your journey into the early church with your pastor. And if that fails, contact the Wild Man and Steve show, and they will be happy to send you some resources. In all all seriousness, Mm -hmm. we throw that out there. Info at wildmanandsteve.com info at wildmanandsteve.com and we can hook you up we'll we'll reach out to Father Chris and, and we can hook you up
Very good. I, you know, and, I, and, I'm, and I, I'll just reiterate again that in closing how much depth that you get when you just read one statement from those early church fathers versus a whole work of modern day writing, how much it's, it's just powerful. It's really powerful. So I want to thank um, uh, Father Chris. I want to thank you for being with us once again. And I want to thank Steve and uh, appreciate our time together. Now, something I did, I did want to point out here in closing is that um, I don't even know if you realize this, Father Chris, but at one point, I don't know, about five or six statements before you made the statement about Wild Man and Steve show, and then you use the, the, the pronoun we. Um, so I'm just curious, um, are you seeing yourself as part of this show? Are you, do you see yourself as a third partner? I, I don't remember saying that that could have been a slip of the tongue. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I'm old. I don't remember even saying that, uh, but what I do, I do have a serious question. Okay. Can we go to Arby's after this? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If we keep this up, we could get Arby's to sponsor us. I believe. We get Arby's to sponsor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Arby's will sponsor the Wild Man and Steve show. Yes. Um, but you know, Father Chris, we do welcome you with open arms as the third mem- part of the episode of Upon This Rock. You are welcome to be here in this recording that we're doing right now. <laughs> I'm very honored. Like I said, being on the Bob and Tom show has been one of my bucket list items. I always wanted to accomplish. <laughs> so thank you both very much for allowing me to come on here and, and be with you tonight. And I'm really sad that Chick McGee couldn't be here, but. Um... <laughs> oh, I love well it. Said. I love it. Yeah, so how do I close out a show when I'm talking to a Latin teacher and an, and an Anglican Orthodox priest at the same time? You could let me read the absolution. Go do that. So the absolution would go like this, so that we don't leave you hanging in repentant land. The good news is simply this. The Almighty and Merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins. True repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Nothing more to say after that. Thank you very much, sir. The Wild Man and Steve Show is now partnering with New Release Today. Find out more about them at newreleasetoday.com. And don't forget to check out our website, where you can also leave us a review at wildmanandsteve.com. Sounds like rock and roll to me.